Welcome back, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brat. It is a pleasure to be with you once again. Very nice to see you last week in person. Thank you for coming all the way to Yerushalayim for the grand siyum on Seder Nashim with Rabbi Resnick. We had two beautiful siyumim last week in Eretz Yisrael, one with Rabbi Rosner in Beit Shemesh and a second one with Rabbi Resnick in Yerushalayim. Check them out. Go to the Oldaf app and website. You should be able to find both of those human recorded. So last episode, Rabbi Dr. Brut, the one before we went through the Hakdamat of Avakama, we were discussing what day could a person get married. We talked about getting married on Friday. So even though we started Avakama, we're going to dip back one more time into Seder Nashim and do an episode on what time or what days of the month could a person get married those who might be Hasidish may have a minute not to get married second half of the month. We'll talk about that and some other interesting stories and anecdotes regarding getting married during different times of the month, different times of the year. Rabbi Brat, how are you today? Okay, so we want to again thank an anonymous sponsor, anonymous sponsor, um, who has very generously dedicated this sheer, this discussion, and we hope it will be his chos for him and everybody else in need during these times. So, Rabbi Brat, what do you have? Okay, so basically, like this, the as you said, there's a minig, and we're going to discuss the the sources for this minig and discussion all about it, is some people only get married in the first half of the month, whereas... The second half of the month, they don't get married. Now, like everything else, there's a topic a ton has been written about. When I began, I did not realize how much could even be written about it and the ramifications of it. And I hope to touch on some of it today. As I like to just point out in the beginning of um, some of this year, there's a lot of information out there. I'm not trying to accomplish and say everything, but the most spectacular collection of material discussion can be found in the classic work, the Stei um, And we'll get to discussing a little bit more about that. The famous work, Eitzar Paiskin, the set of volumes, massive volumes collecting Chuvas literature on Shulchan Aruch Ezer, has a lot of material on this. Uh, more recently, Rabbi Lerner in his Shmir Sagufa Nefesh. And most recently, Rabbi Oberlander of Mansi in his Minigav Yisena Biedenu has a very nice piece. All these materials helped me, but there's a lot more to add to them. Some of it will be discussed today. Okay, now, so first, when one opens up the Shulchan Aruch in Ebenezer, the Ramah says, Vinagu. And these key, these words, Vinagu, we're going to see as a key words to keep in mind. Shaloi, Lisa, Nashim, One should not get married only when, in the beginning of the month, while the Levana is full. Now, in the parentheses over here in the Shulchan Aruch, you'll find it says, the Ran, Saif, Perek, Arba, Misois, and then it says, now, number one, the Darki Moshe Aruch, which we already mentioned on Ebenezer, was only published in our generation a few years back by Mechon Yishalayim. It brings down that the source of this Ramah is the Ramban, which we're going to discuss, and the Muke Yosef based on the Beis Yosef. Okay? Now, number one piece of information is that in general, not so well known, but these parentheses are mostly not from the Ramah, and thus it's not necessarily could one read so much into parentheses. You have to be very careful. Rabbi Shua Imbal has a whole nice article which he published in Yishurin a few years back. Fine. Now, 
But if you do go to Shulchan Aruch Kofayin Tess, you'll find that the Machaber says, Nogu which we'll get to mean, explaining what those words mean. So we see that the Machaber already talks about it in Yerdea. Okay. Says the Ramah over there, It's a simon toiv to start in Rish Chodesh. Then the Ramah says, If it's something that's against Mazel, you should not rely on Ines. But then the Ramah says, Don't seek this out. Again, what does the parenthesis say? Chuvas Ramban. Now, looking in the dark emotion, you're there. You find, again, Ramban, and there it's a Namuki Yosef, not the Ran. What's going on here? So, without getting into great Arichas over here, a lot of people bring it down B'Shem Anumuki Yosef, B'Shem Iran. Um, the question is, which Rishayt, the Namuki Yosef, it seems they, they it's is the real source because way back it was the Namuki Yosef. It happens to be today we have a Chedush Iran. It's also in the Chedush Iran. But there's a whole discussion behind this. And this is a way how to identify the sources of great G'dayli Achreinim of Paiskim in the early generation, such as the Ramah and the Marshal, that they sometimes relied on the Beis Yosef. Their libraries were the Beis Yosef, and the way the Beis Yosef had it was the, the Nemukies. But this is a boring discussion, not for now. Okay, now, but what's going on here? Do you, does one have to be careful about it? Nagu, people, you could read it, again, translating is always a key thing. Some people have a minute not to get married, but is it Isser? No. And what's the reason behind it? Anyway, so just to keep in mind, there's a Pasuk in Kedoshim, which says, I'm going with the translation um, of Arya Kaplan, do not act on the basis of omens, and do not act on the basis of auspicious times, which means astrology. So we know, this is um, basically, this is what the Sugya in Yaradeya Kufayin Test deals with, magic, and Laisenachshu, signs, and all types of stuff. Now, what's the source, and what's the reasoning behind this halacha? So, the Ramban is mistakenly attributed to the Rajra, but the Beis Yosef brings it down by Richos. That's how Paiskim had it, and that's how most people, there's a ton of tshuva literature, they had this Ramban by Richos. And the question is going to be how to understand the Ramban, and to be medayik, as, as we know, the Ramban, one of the greatest, the Rishayinim, to be medayik in every word, and we're not going to do every single aspect today. But Bekitzer, in, in the course of a massive piece of his, which, a tshuva of the Ramban, we don't have that many tshuvas that survive, but it basically says, Masha noygen, nichosh. It's not a problem of loisen achshu. And then the Ramban says, They would do Meshicha of a king on by the waters. And so too, they did this, the chasen was done only in the part of the month when the moon is full. It's a simon taiv, and then he goes, Therefore, further on in the piece, he says, um, now, so the question is, but is it, should you do it or not? So then he says, which I said we're going to get to explaining what that means shortly. Then he says, um, then he says, It's not a Mishnah's Hasidus to observe and to be so concerned about it. Just if you want to know 
Is there a problem with Nichosh? No. And in, this, in the Sugis of Nichosh, which there's a ton of literature about, there's something known as something if it's done for, for good simen, then it's not a problem. So this is done as a good simen. There's some type of thing that in the that the certain period of the time, the moon, the Italian, the mazel, and all these types of stuff. Fine. So now the base so now who brings this down? The base Yosef. But if you stop over here and you go back to the Shulchan Aruch, when the Shulchan Aruch, so it's turning out when you look in the Makar, which we know when you learn Shulchan Aruch, you're not supposed to just learn Shulchan Aruch, there's a chain. Nagu Nashim, or the um, that's what we brought with the Ramah, or the or the Mechaber um, and Yardea. Nashim. It's not so simple. The Ramban doesn't say not to. The Ramban just says that if one does it because they're concerned for whatever reason, it's not a problem of Nichush. It's a Simantoiv, but not that one has to. So it, it sounds like there's a there's a very big shift in what's happening over here if you look in the Ramban, as quoted by the Beis Yosef, whereas when it gets to the Ramah and the Mechaber, what's happening, it sounds more that you're supposed to. And as I said, the key words Nogu is going to be very important shortly. Now, I said that there's all different Nuschais had to learn the Ramban very carefully. The Rabbeinu David, the Talmud of the Ramban, where the Enyankiv already had these, this Rabbeinu David, um, which our generation got these few blot with this piece on Sanhedrin or Zaycha to the actual material of Rabbeinu David, but the Enyankiv already early, one of the earliest Achreinim had many manuscripts. He had this Rabbeinu David, and there's an Ubuki Yosef, we said already, and there's Iran. All these materials we're not going through because um, this will be way too time consuming. But Rabbi Shuib and Shwib Lamashal, Talmud Muvak by the Rajba, and his incredible Drush Sefer, Drush is Rabbi Shuib and Shwib. He also brings down this Ramban. He says, sounds, he, His Lashon is, it's a symbol, not that M'chuyiv to do it. And he, okay. Rabbeinu Bechai, in the Kara Kemach, so he has a piece where he talks about Emaschilim Bebez Vidal, which we'll get to shortly, but he says, Viadua, are you talking about Mezuzah? And then he brings in all the the shilas of loisa einu and loisa nachshu. Then he says, "Machshenoygin ha'olim shein noisim nashim bechisarna b'milavana ain't yisur mizeh. They ain't been a inyan shari ain't elisim ba'alma. They ain't kavanasim elisim and toiv people. It's a sim and toiv. He's playing it down. She asked him to sum b'miluvilay bechisarn uche enyan sha'anu noygin belel rashishana vu minig hagaynim lahavi ala shulchan. We know we bring certain foods. Everyone eats all these simanim. It's a simon toiv. It's not a problem of loisan achshu, which is a whole massive discussion in, in Hilchas Rosh Hashanah. Not for now. But the point is, he's not saying that you have to do it. He's coming to explain as a defense for that it's not a problem. Then v'chol v'chol ha'mistakal it's a it's a dark gemara. Basically, the point is that if you're doing it with the major kavana because you're scared and everything, then then it is possibly a problematic like Rabbi Rabbi Okay, the marshal de Maril was asked about this about it, and he says he says vaday aser lenachish. There's an iser of nichush, but he says a simantai v'kol yisrael to have this. So he says so. Therefore, people when they're getting married. Um, it's it's not a problem of nichush. It's a simon, similar to what he gives as an example. Mishnechnas adar marvin besimcha, or by in chaydish av, we we do we're miot simcha. It's a simon toiv, not to buy, not to build into this too much. Lahachim adrin lasas asun, but yes, atoisvays v'loy biyaser chesar. Avel chalila lelim chaydish lasar hachatir chaydish. Says the maril chas v'shalom to push off a chasna and not do it. Let's say to wait another month. Okay, yeah. Now, in general, obviously, the topic of Mazal is a massive sugya. 
We even have a Bryce of the Mazalois and Rukhain Kanievsky, Kedarka Bekaidish wrote a Chibur on the Bryce of the Mazalois. So, Mir Tashem, we might get to talking about it more about Rikhas. But the point is, in Rishainim already, there's a group of Rishainim that take it very serious, and a group of Rishainim that say, no, there's no such thing behind Mazal. The Marshal, Rabbi Ram Barchia, one of the early Rishainim, Mamish early Rishayinim, before the Rambam even. So he was, we, we actually mentioned him a little bit in the sugis of um, datelines and in G, and G, G, all these different um, astrology, astronomy. He was a big expert and he was a tremendous, in the dateline Shaila, his Torah stuff that he said was very negative. So it turns out there was a, a letter that was published from manuscript um, about 100 years ago, a little more, where he wrote to Rabbi Yehuda Barzilai, Bar Sefer Itim, and they're discussing seems there was a chasana planned on a Friday. And all of a sudden it came to a certain period of time and, and the Shailah was, it, it, he's, it got pushed off and the Shailah was at a certain hour if there's a problem of, because at that time there's a problem with Mazalos. So he ends up writing because of that, he gave his psak, this Rabbi Vamechia, and the point was that Agav, this goes back to the first topic, which we're going to return to shortly, momentarily, about our topic of marrying on Fridays. We see there was even a Shaila, and he was pushing it off, handling it because of this. So he has a whole arichos behind the sugya of what's known as astrology. But that's what um, that's what he says over here. Hold on one second. Now, but the Marshal, the Rambam, is very, very famous for... In a, in a massive letter of his, a beautiful letter, Kedai to read, where he talks about that there's nothing behind astrology. It's terrible. There's no, there's nothing behind it. Don't be scared of it. And it's nothing. He says he went through the Sugi very beyond. There's nothing behind it. Amaisa, just to point out, Art Scroll recently did a tremendous job translating various materials of the Rambam. Hopefully, they're going to continue with the Vaita with publishing more materials of the Rambam. So one could see they did a beautiful job translating this letter of the Rambam with materials in the back about it, where they have a sequel of some other Rishayim about it. Okay. Now, what is this? Does this play out in halacha? Mazel. Answer is definitely does. Number one, a halacha which I'm very fond of, which is about sleeping on Shoshana. Everyone knows you're not supposed to sleep on Shoshana during the day. Why? Says the Dark Emoisha, um, the Ramah. Because the Yerushalmi, your, your, your mazel is going to sleep, whatever that means. So therefore, he brings Yerushalmi, which we don't have, whatever the story is. Another thing, some Hasidim, uh, this is a, a topic you probably are familiar with. The Sansa Hasidim, I think, are mocked about this. Um Hasidim are mocked about this also. With making Kiddush on Friday night, in which hour do you make Kiddush on Friday night? Gansa Sugya, based on possibly how you understand the Magan Avram, Eilu Shavis. Again, it's totally in the power of Mazel at this time. Okay. Nacha Alacha, people know Ashana Rabbah, there's a, with the Tzel, the Ramah brings down from Rishayinam Ahol Arichos, Ramah says not to be medactic in it, but again, we see Mazel playing out, and there's many other examples. Now, in this Yeridea that we mentioned, the Mechaber talks by, says also something called Eimas Chilun Bebeiz Abedalad. What does it mean? So you should know that for years, many people even didn't even know what the abbreviation Bebeiz Dalad. They thought Eimas Chilun Bebezdin and whatever they had Tyrus to me explain what it means. It turns out there's a Zachna, we don't start on Mondays or Wednesdays. And what's the whole story behind this? So it's again, this is Mamish in the same Kayach with the Mazalois that was speaking out from the same Ramban. The Ramban brings it down over here. Um, when he's talking about the Hassan, it's the same thing. If you could, if it's a Simon Taiv, or if you're taking it very seriously, then it's more of a problem. Now, 
What's the story behind him? We're not going to go into just to mention two Marmakaimis, Rabshu Ashkenazi, and Alpha Beta Kadmaisa, the Shmuel Zahira has a massive arichos about it, tracing various early Makairis, and then to mention an f- incredible Rabshloima Schneider in a Sefer on Chumash Tver Shloima also has a nice arichos about it, and it really, we're going to see it plays out into our Sugyodra. Now, but the point is um, that. In the sugya of Eimaskim Bebezin, which the Mechaber is is putting them together, and not only that, the Ramban has them in the same thing when he's explaining it and he's talking about it. So there's a Yosef Eimitz, which we actually mentioned very briefly when we spoke about if you could learn Masechtes Ma'ir says the Yosef Eimitz that is a that for divrei Torah, then there's no such akpada. One does not have to be concerned to start on a Monday, start on a Wednesday. You, the, it's a, the marshal, the only concern was on the, in Yanim of Chol. Okay, but even if there is a concern, I'm saying okay, fine. And the mice, interestingly enough, there's a morale in Shabbos which seems to say that normally you might be chayshish for things that are um, loisenachshu, but for so, but, but for Dvar Mitzvah or the Hasanah aspect, since it's a Dvar Mitzvah, so then there's no Chashash of a Maschil Bebezdin or of getting of pushing off the Hasanah to do it only in the first half of the month. Okay, now, interestingly enough, the Gra, so the Gra turns this, brings Kabbalistic Makairis from the from various pieces in the Tikkuni Zayar to to give Makairis for both these halachas of a Maschil Bebezdin and um, the the marriage aspect. I don't understand anything about this in Yanam, so I'm not going through it, but others try to explain it a little bit. But in a different piece in the Biagra, he downplays it completely. Over there in Yaradeya, he brings down a few different Gemaras, Lamashal, the Simanam we eat on Rosh Hashanah at night, and other things, and he says that they're all done for a simon. And that's why it's a, it's a Naik Balma. And he even tells Sue, the, the thing we spoke about originally, the first shear of these three shearim, which was getting married on Wednesday. It's a bracha, the bracha of Dagim, as on Yen Ravi. Okay. Now, we're going to get back to understanding a little bit more about this soon. But the, the, interestingly enough, Rechaim Velazhner says that the Gra Taka, his son, got married in the second half of the month. I mean, say, Halacha Lamais, the Gra was not concerned with this. So even though he brings some type of Makar from the Tikkun Isaiah, we say that, okay. Now, when I began these um, this series, which is basically two other episodes before this, I began with the Pnei Yeshua. What happens like this. The Mishnah talks about which day is one supposed to get married, and the Mishnah says Wednesday is the day one's supposed to get married. So I already pointed out that the Pnei Yeshua has a whole arichus dealing with it, and he says, interesting, people are so nervous about different hakpadas, about when to get married, but he says, the, the, the Marshal, our Ramah, People bring down Shenagu Shalai Lisa Isha Elabat Chalas Achaydish Boy Shalavan Bimlua Umi Adif Hai Siman and Milsa Deloy Niska Begamara Klal. There's no Makar from the Gemara for it. Me time of the Bracha she Brisa the Bar Kapara Vein Levatel Biyadayim. Means they people don't care about the Bracha Dafka to get married on Yom Ravi, which is a Mishnah, which is a Gemara, which is a Brisa from Bar Kapara. So I mean to say, the Pnei Shu is looking at it. If you have a, if you even even when you're concerned with a simon, go for something that is a makar in the gemar. Okay. Now, Lamaisa, what's going on with this Ramah? What's the and, and the Shulchan Aruch? So Achrayim already point out that there's a. That if you really look at this very carefully, there's even a stira. What's the stira? So, like this, basically, a lot of times when you learn Shulchan Aruch, they could pull out 
the great gedolim that we had, they pull out some mechaber or Rama in different places, and they could show that it's not so simple. The story is not so simple. They like to make life complicated, as they say. So look, looking in Hilchas Tishabov, it says There's a known minute. We don't get married after Shavasa Batamas. So the Chorinim asks, what are you talking about? You can't get married after that period of time anyway because of the Ramah and Simon Samach Dalet or the, Beis, or the, or the Mechaber and Yeredeah. There's, there's no, why does he even have to mention it? And it's a the Noyin Lahachmir. Okay, so obviously, very interesting um, Ha'ara. Okay, another Ha'ara Chorinim point two is a different Shulchan Aruch. Everyone knows, Lag Ba'imer, you could get married. When is Lag Ba'imer? Yudches ear. What does the Mechaber, what does the Ramah say? That one could get married. What do you mean you could get married? How could you get married? There's this issue of the Ramah and Beis Yosef. Now, so right away, we're not going to go into all the different things. There's all different Handel Rai and later Achrein, in which month, certain months might be different than other months. Okay, possibly there is Makam for such a thing. Okay, now, but the, one of the great which we will be devoting a whole episode to him, is Repinchus Halevi Horowitz. So one of the classic works that he wrote on is known as the Hamakna, the Mikna, however you want to call it. So it also has in his notes on Shulchan Aruch. Over there, what does he say? He points out, notice the words, What's this word? So he points to Hilchus Tishabav, the the Shavasvatamas. So he says like this: There's a Magen Avram b'shem a Tshuvas Ramah. Vashtei to Magen Avram, Magen Avram and Simon Taf Tzadik brings down while they're talking about if you make a bracha on Hilchus Megillah, not Megillus Esther, but the other Dalim Megillus, do one does one make a bracha or not? So Ramah has a Gansarichos in Tshuvas about it, and in there the Ramah talks about his language when he wrote his sefer, and he says like this: When I say Ha'am Nagu. And I don't say v'chein noihagin. There's a big difference. That, that that's the what comes out from this Magen Avram, which is based on Chuvus Ramah. The Magen Avram made it his business throughout his work to bring down every Chuvus Ramah that was important relating to Archaim Yerdeya. Somehow he stuck it into Archaim. Uh, many of the Chuvus. So shtel, so says the Achroinim already with the Hamakna. That's how you can answer it up. That when the when when it says Ha'am Nagu, the Ramah in in Evan Ezra over here about the uh, getting married and the second half of the month is not saying that one has to. As I said, if you open up the Ramban, which is the Makar, it doesn't say one has to. It says if you do, if you're Makbet about it, you're not going to have a worry about of Loisenachshu. Why not? Because it's a simon toiv. You're doing it just for a simon balma. So simon balma, that's not a problem. Especially if you go with, let's say, with the morale and others, that, that it's, it's also a mitzvah. So there's a special heter over here for these type of things. Lamashal, when in the simonim on Rosh Hashanah at night. But in general, is the Ramon encouraging one to do it? No. If he was, he would not have used the Lashen Vinagu. He would have used the Chein Noyagin. That's what, based on the Ramah, I mean, say it's a Meridic Diuk, I'm going to see more about it in my mission in two minutes. So, Lamaisa, Rebelezer Fleckless, Talmud Muvik of the Nain Behuda, he has a chuva about it. He also says such a thing, he tells to the same Magan Avram slash Chuvas Ramah, because he, he also was bothered by this thing, and he rather goes with the Pnei Yeshua's Ha'ara, which was that, um, you know, when you're having a choice of picking which Segula, so to speak, should you pick, definitely pick something that's mentioned in the Gemara. Okay, now, 
We're going to fast forward. I'm going to come back to the rest. There's, like, there's this, I said the Stechemed has Merdek Arichas over here. So in general, the Stechemed, he's born in 1832 until 1904. Great Svardi going, writes this encyclopedic work called Stechemed. Now, he's Avada is Svardi, so he's in close contact with the various Svardi Gedalim, but he's also in contact with tons of Litvish Gedalim, even Gedalim that no one knows anything about. How this happened, how he was, it's, it's incredible what the story behind this work is, but he in quotes on tons of topics, Arichos Nifla, but it's not only that he quotes Marmakaymas and stuff. How did he have in these Farikta places that he lived all these Svarim? And then he was in contact with them and he's getting Chuvas back and forth. So the Sugi of Chasan Kalabichlal was a very big, is a big entry in his one, it's a nice amount of material in one volume of his Dechemeh. But, but this topic for some reason was very interesting to him and he was in contact with different Gedolim and he was getting letters about it and he wrote about it even before he published his, um, his Stechemed, he published an article. I don't know how many articles he published. One of them was in a journal, a journal, interesting journal called Knesak Daila. He publishes a whole article, and the whole dune is about this sugyam. And he basically does come out again that it's a, a serious thing. One should be mocked about it. Now, it seems that there's all different aspects, pages in the Stechemed about it, Masa Matim with all the different Gedailim and different things. We're not going to go through it, obviously, but. At one point, interestingly, there's, it seems there was an article written in the Hatsvira newspaper. And this article, he doesn't even say who the person was. This person basically was suggesting that there's, there's mamish no makar for this minig based on his way he understood a tzrar amar and the piece of menayris amar. Um, and then this person concludes at the end of his article, this whole diak with nagu. And he, but he goes even further this year. This year tells two Gemara and Tainus, which you're going to see in a moment. And he says, based on the words Nagu and the Gemara and Tainus, we see obviously it's not meant to be done. It's just that the Hamoin Am did it. So the Ramah is bringing down a meaning that people did. Now, so the Stechemet over here goes by Richos, not to rely on newspaper articles or just because someone does it. You know, any Joe Schmo could write their article and their opinions. It has to be checked. He has a whole Arichos about relying on stuff found in newspapers. He doesn't tell you who this person is. This person was obviously a very interesting yid. His name was Yaakov Reifman. We're not going to go into discussing his fascinating, interesting history. Maybe a different time. But anyway, the point is, the Stechemet over here has a mass of Arichos dealing with all aspects of Nagu and the Lash and the Ramah. But the problem is, we already just said, the Ramah himself says this Klal. Now, turns out there's a Sugyan Tainus, which the Stechemet knew about, Stechemet's Meirch about it. And I said, the Stechemet, he was updating his Sefer, so he wrote about it in one place, and, in, and then as you, he, wrote, he wrote a journal article about it, and then he updates it in the later version of the Stechemet, but not all the pieces are found Sometimes when you're reading a piece, they'll say, I'm Asher Kasafti over there. And then you go there and you won't find it. So whatever it is, the, 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 the point is like this. There's a Gemara in Tainus that says, when it says Allah, the following words, Halacha Kuramayr, there's one is one type of thing. Sometimes it says, Noguha Am Kuramayr. And then there's a different Lashon, which is Mini Kuramayr. Now, then the Gemara explains, when it says Halacha Kuramayr, Darshin Lebepirka. Then it says, when it, the person who says, Mandamra Minig, Midrash Le Darshinan Uri Marinan. We do what does that mean? We and then the Gemara says, Nagu Uri Loi Marinan vi Ovid Ovid Veloi Madrinanli. So what is the words Uri Marinan? It means we do not teach this publicly. It goes case by case. Urin Loi Marinan vi Ovid Ovid Veloi Madrinali means to say we do not even teach this to individuals. If one acts like that, it's okay. So mean to say like this, what they what everyone points out from this Gemara is that when it says that um 
when it says nogu ha'am, it does not mean that that's the halacha. As Rashi, the Miyuchas, the Rashi, we already spoke about Barichas of Rashi on Tainus, that the anhein nogu me'alein aval einoy ikur. Whereas if it says minig kiramayer, that means mashal taris minig yesh bedavar minig kasherhu. So now going, so the, this language, that's also even by even as far as by the Ram. So this is a massive conversation. Whenever you want, whenever you find the Rishonim and Gainim, what the words minig means or nogu v'chein nogu. There's differences. That's what's coming out from here. Massive arichos in an article published in the Shnatona Mishpadevri, volume Chavdal, it all about this, which means is because just because you find something that they did it doesn't mean that that's the halacha. But it comes out over here that when it says nagu, it does not mean that you are supposed to do it. It means is the Hamayan start to do it. So now if we go back to our Ramah, when the Ramah says Vinagu Shalisanashim, or the Bas Yasif says it in the Mahabra, he doesn't mean you should do it. It means the Hamoyam start to do it. And the Ramban said you want to know if there's a problem Nikhil should do it. Say there, but not that you have to do it. So this is Mamish a game changer in how to understand what the words Nagu in the Shulchan Arach means. It, it, it changes Mamish goes from either it's a mamish a real serious thing to a not serious thing. Anyway, um, it's uh, in Lamash on the Klolim Seif Ali Chasaylam. It brings down this Gemara. There's a Sugi and Ervin. There's Rishayim. Okay, we're not going to go through all the Pratim. This this Lechemer has a Rishos Nifla dealing with all different Lashayinus in the Ramah. What he really means with all these different things. The Sechemer Kiyadua, this is way before there was Aitzah Chachma, Barila, and all these search engines are crazy, his Bakiyas, his Yadiyas, his everything. Okay. Going further on, but what's going on over here? I said there was tons of literature about it. There's tons of chuvas about it. Each person brings up different things. Some of the some of the rise that we just discussed already. So there's a Lamashal. He wants to devote an episode to to the Aruch Liner. So I mentioned at the time he one of the things is that he had a journal Shaymer Tzion of Neman. He publishes in 1854 an article from a Rav at the time who has great difficulty understanding the Ramban. What's going on? And Lamashal already then the Aruch Liner writes a whole article to explain. The Ramban, and the Ramban, when he says, because I mean to say it's a whole handle right. He even had to understand the, this Ramban in what part of the month. What does it mean? Milo elavana, chasarin elavana. So the Lunar already deals with this, and then he, he later on publishes it in a tshuva. But it was already a, a article in his journal Shemitzim and Hemam. Fine. I just I'm I'm gonna go um, one more chuva one main more chuva and then we're gonna go um, the, okay well the chuva is like this. Rabbi the Assad has a fascinating chuva on the topic, and he also goes with this whole mahalach that I'm saying that it's not such a big deal. He says pshita milsa the gamma shulchan aruch lo yamu diyesh the noyikain the nagu kain bezmanom bein limchayis biyadayim mishum nichush kumavor but chuvas ramban. So he also goes with the same nakuda, and that's why. The, and interestingly enough, he says that's why the Beis Yosef only brings it down in Hilchas Kishuf. He doesn't even bring it down in Hilchas Chasana, in, in Hilchas Kedushin. The Ramah brings it there. Again, the Ramah, it's Pshan the Ramah. Um, and then he says not only that, he says there's no remez in the Gemara for such a minig. So Avada, it's not a big deal to do it. But then he says, I'll even tell you a, a Gemara that it's clear like the way we're learning, which is that it's not a big deal. How do we know? There's a deen in the sugya in my cotton. We know it falls down the second half of the month. What's even the deen? Why should there be a deen? What do you mean? I like this thing. They only got married in the first half of the month. There shouldn't even be a discussion. Says 
never knew about this minig. So the point is that according to Rabbi Dasad, he's Mayrich over here. He brings the Raya from um, the Hilchus of the getting married in Yudzayin Tamuz, the same Raya. And he basically says, according to the Ramah, that it's you don't it's not the Ramah's not telling you have to do it. Okay, fine. He grabs the shells too. The Amaskil and Bebezdin talking about it, Ludvar Mitzvah he talks about. And he has some other Nakudas, very interesting Nakudas over here. But the point is, then he tells to Anacha Nakuda, which is a lot of times the Hassan, the guy, is um, 20 years old or even older. So then it's posh not to wait anything. Every minute counts. And whatever things that are going on with the Chesar in the Levana, the Mila Levana, it's much more important to get married as soon as possible so then it, everything else um, um, goes away. Okay. He, said, he says, Baruch Hashem, about it, based on the stira. Okay. Very good. So we see here, Rabbi Yudah Asad also taking a very, um, he was one of the great, greatest Hungarian Paiskim after the Chesam Seifer, someone that some people, if you asked, if you went over to a good Hungarian Yid and they said, what do you think Rabbi Yudah Asad says on the Sugya? They would say, of course he holds Asr Gamur to get married after in the second half of the month, and here you see completely different. Okay, fine. Now, just to mention a few ideas briefly, and then we'll get to the to the end. Basically, like this: the story goes like this. There's, as I said, numerous, numerous chuvas. I can't go through all of them. Just to mention, Rabbi Yaakov Shore Kedarkai has a beautiful chuvan to Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Sacher Teichtol in Mishnah Sacher has a gold dion, and his dion is built. To, he's also one of the great Hungarian gedolim. He goes through Rabbi Dasad and he argues on various points. Okay. Rabbi Yaisa Zachary Stern, who I've mentioned a bunch of times in recent times, has two chubas who were published for manuscript recently, also about it. He's more, I think, Makel, and but he deals with it also on a different aspect, which is trying to understand what's behind it that people do this. This is Tully in, in the Minig, relates to the Minig of Tashlech, Kaparis. These are Minhagan that they require their own shiurim and Ritzishem. Lamashur of Cook, he interestingly says, in Eretz there's no problem of this aspect. Whatever the Mazalis are, in Eretz it's not an issue. As far back as Italy, Rabbi Udina, it seems in some people in Italy were scared about it. In my sefer, I'm very, very fond of the Simchas Hanefesh from 1707. Also, from the Germans, it seems that people were concerned with it. And since we don't always get to quote from such a sefer in such a in such a context, the Dairis Arishainim. So everyone knows him for being a Yid that wrote the historical, incredible work, Dairis Arishainim, based on his incredible Yidias and the battling the Maskilim. A whole bazunder shmuza in its own right, but he has letters, and letters in general are fascinating. So Meister Cook published a whole volume of letters of his from manuscript, and someone asked him this question: "What do you hold about getting married in this period of time?" Zucked, um, he, so he basically says, "It's a minig." People that were mocked about it, yeah, but the Ramad is not saying again the same. Sprach that was saying all time, and he says, if you look carefully at the Ramban and the Mukyasif and everything, the whole point is it's a similar not that you have to do it, and especially in places that don't do it. And someone basically was asking about getting married at a specific time. He, um, he said, Don't worry, you could get married, it's not a problem. Rabu from Argolus also said, um, has a piece in Nefesh Chaya where he also says, even though yes, there's an Indian behind it, but don't get so nervous about it. Okay. Now, just to quote two. You have to have Marmakamis on the other side. So the other side, one Marmakam is a Chubis If he brings down, yes, halacha, it's possibly not, but it's he really goes with that it's a very serious thing and one should be nervous about it. Shockingly is I found the following from Rashan Zalman Orbach. It's quoted a lot. Um in different there must be some other pieces of Rashan Zalman about it. But in Halicha Shleima is a footnote, and he says 
interesting Lushen, which plays a role in general, which needs a lot more clarification. He talks about it. Someone asked him about the Gra, and he says, yeah, the Gra. But then he says, it's good, the Gra, Aval, Os anu eich navar al dover shenichtov pamayim b'shulchanara chayim b'yaradeya v'hem b'avanezer. He seems to be taking it that something is up once it's in the shulchanara the Ramah and the Beis Yosef bringing it down. It already has some type of weight, which is very interesting. It's not something um, um, it requires if there are other things. Rabbi Shlomo says such a thing. We see him mamish going, um, taking it much more serious. Okay, um, one. Three more ideas about this, and that's what we'll finish up. And that's as follows. Number one, the Aruch HaShulchan. So the Aruch HaShulchan brings down the Minig, um, again, in, in Ebenezer, and then he says as follows. Yesh, Chadashim, Shenagosh, Leilach, Bebezeh, Be'elul, Tishrei, Adar, and if you look in the more recent Svarim, they also bring down others. There's other Marmot claims that go with this thing. But then he says, V'yoyser toiv, Shaloyilach, Be'klal, Be'zeh, Shenemar, Tom, Tiyar, Im HaShem, Elikecha, V'yisim, Ebrachal, Adagim, Ladam, Im HaKbidim, if that's in the Gemara and it, we don't we see everyone, no one's doing it, so don't so don't go crazy about this. Then he says, and he says it, it's just a simon So we see again, Paiskim, this is how they constantly look at what goes on in the Gemara. So now we're going to close out with one last. Marmakim, and through this Marmakim, we'll sum up what we did in these Shiurim also. That is Ramesha Feinstein. Ramesha Feinstein is going to go similarly with this last Archashulchan. Ramesha Feinstein was asked when the, in the previous episode we discussed what is the place one should get married? Could one get married in a shul? So Ramesha was asked. So we brought down in the last episode that suddenly at a certain point in time, it becomes very serious, according to a lot of people, not to get married in a shul. Getting a chuppah in shul is problematic. But the problem is, we showed, and the Ramah brought down even, shame very mints, to get married under the stars. The problem was, we pointed out, then the Ramah on your day, it sounds like, taka in shuls. So what's going on? In shuls, not in shuls, make up your mind. So we Shtaltzu, certain Achrayim had a way how to understand the Ramon where he says about getting married in shuls, and really you should get married under the stars. Now, so Ramesha was asked, a Rav was, at, was told if he does, and basically the Rav was nervous that he's going to get fired. They wanted him to be Messiah the Kedushin in a shul. So the guy was nervous. He told him if you don't show up, you're going to get fired. So Ramesha was like, What's the story? Is the guy should he should he be a messiah? He's gonna to have to be in a shul. So Ramayisha said, Avada, you could. What? The answer is like this. Says Rav Maisha that do, this whole concept of a chuppah in Shamayim under the sky is a simon bracha. It's not takalis chachamim. The gam loin minig mitzale is a dinich shash iser. A Indian mitzvah she she he's not going to consider based on which was the first year that we spoke about that what yes it's a mary mince but it's not a, it's not a gemara Watch. 
And not only that, he holds he has to, because a Rav's job is to make sure the chasen is done properly. So you see over here, Ramesh is learning, well, what are you talking about? This is not, there's no Gemara for this. He's show, He's also obviously learning up to Ramah, but says Ramesh, what about the Chassam Seifer? So to recap over here, to understand a little bit more, and I'm going to explain what Ramesh says with the Chassam Seifer, basically, and this is how we'll conclude. Number one, we gave the, the first year, I, I had no idea when I began this that there's any connection between these three topics. I was thinking of topics to speak about that relate to Masech Kedushin, possible interesting things. I came up with these three ideas. Turns out that beyond Tyra, it, it surprised you how endless and deep it is. And turns out that Mamash all related. The first sugya which we spoke about was was about getting which day of the week to get married. So if you learn the Gemaras of the first Sugis and Ksuvis, it sounds like there's a specific day one should get married, Wednesday. And then there's even an aspect, and there might be halachic aspects with Bezdin and all these things. And then it even is a, there's even a bracha, so to speak, the things that people care about. Samanim. Lamaisa, we brought in the Pnei already then. And now Ramayish is also saying there's a, they're not Likuva, they're nice things, and they're Gemara things. Turns out, at some point in time, which we traced a little bit, it switches and people got married Friday. Not only that, we have the whole story with Ramah had to marry someone off on Shabbos. Turns out, even on Friday, Hasanas, there's even an aspect that one could marry with music played by a guy. So we see that all of a sudden something shifts. So there was a schooler from the Gemara, and that go, as the Pnei Yeshua says, goes away. People don't care about it. The second shear, which we discussed, was weird to get married. So we mentioned, some people said, in the chuppah should be outside. But there's no early makayers for it, we pointed out. Not only that, it turns out, Ramayish over here in this chuva brings, Adarab, if you look in the Rosh and Taisis, Adayin loyayim in exec, Kibit Taisis v'arosh sukkot avchafei kasa shalafamu afilu b'rachai v'yir kishem rubim v'loyachli kanes bebayis. Mean to say, where did they make the chuppah? Indoors in the times of Rishayim. And he says, there's a pell on the Chsam Seifer. We brought in the Chsam Seifer by Richos. We spoke about the Chsam Seifer last episode. The Chsam Seifer says that a father has to be that the, that the Marie Mintz, who's the Talmud of the Maril, has to be his Minhagama coming from the Bali Ataisvis. Says Ramayish, what are you talking about? It's not, it's not so passionate. And the point is that uh, why the Chsam Seifer had to do what he did and changes the Minig. So we said, when you look here from the Chassam Seifer, it doesn't spell it out, but the Chassam Seifer was because of reform. So what happened is, a minig, the, the original, original minig, according to Ramayish also over here, was when did they do it and where did they do it? Indoors and in shuls. Not only that, what people don't realize is Rev, the Chassam Seifer is one of the only people that explains why one should do it indoors. Because in a shul, there's Meir de Kedusha. There's earlier Makairis than the Chassam Seifer. There's a Drush Seifer, I think it's in the Nice and Shefer maybe, that uh, Rebbe Zechari Stern brings down and Rev Menachem Kirschman bring down, but the, that, that says this already. But the Chassam Seifer, who's, everyone uses him to say against uh, having a chuppah in shul, because the Chassam Seifer has a whole tire to understand the Mari Mints that we spoke about versus the Maril and Steers and everything like that. No, says the, what's his name? Um, the Chassam Seifer. He comes up with the whole thing and, and the point is not only that, the Chassam Seifer brings in Bechukaseim, but he doesn't make a big deal about it. Ramesha says, it's clear that was what's going on, but Ramesha says, Bechukaseim does not play a role in getting married. People want to know, Halacha Today in America, could you get married in a shul? Says Ramesha. 
אף לאסס בבייס הכנסס, אין לאסר מצד שהוא מסוי למויס נחס בבייס תפילוס, אבל זה לא פרפל נוף שפיפל דו דין דצ'רצ'ס. דאין זה כמוהם, זה לא כמוהם שהוא בבייס הכנסס שלנו, ואיקר תפילו יוכיח. וכדר חזינון שעשו הקדמוהם עם איקר נסוי בבייס הכנסס שהוא החופה. So, um, in my brachas, so this gets into a whole shayla of what does Bechukasei Moiseleichel mean anyway? Do you go according to shuls? What do you mean? Where do Christians dive in? So you can say you can't dive in a shul either. So Moshe goes with, he's mamish going against the Chsam Seifer. But it's interesting like this. The Chsam Seifer is aware that he's doing something interesting over here and how he's learning the Ramah. But the point is, without going any further, just to conclude is like this. There's three independent sugyas and they're all related. And there's, there's It, that's what it turns out. They're all related. And if you go with the Psaq, the Marshal of Ramayisha, going backwards, Aruch HaShulchan, Rabbi Yudah Asad from Hungary, which we know by, by the shuls, he was very machmer that you cannot do it in a shul. But over here, and the point is how to learn up a Ramah, when it says Nagu, does not necessarily, you have to keep in mind this, it does not necessarily mean that, that that's what one is supposed to do. It means that people did it. And Allah is explaining why it's not a problem, but not that one has to do it. So, One does not have to get married in the first half of the month. That's what comes out according to this. There's a strong makam for people to get married in the second half of the month. Yes, there are paiskim, and there's more truths that we didn't mention that say one should not get married in the second half of the month. But that this concludes our episodes on Masechtas Kedushim for now. And um, some of the stories behind it, in Kamakayimu Laharach, as they say. Okay, wow. Lots and lots of information. And I'm sure, as you say, you could continue down this rabbit hole very, very far. But yeah. as you also say, you have Rachmanis, and you'll hold That's off it. for now. Correct, correct, correct. Rachmanis on the Tzibur. My Rav always says, there's a din of Tzar Bale Chaim on the, on the Tzibur listening to your speech also. Absolutely. And uh, you have to be Machmer. Machmer on that Tzar Bale Chaim. Can't yeah, make uh, exactly, exactly. Okay, you want to pull out a safer, uh, give a brief uh, book review? So we'll do something very quickly. I just, on the spot, I didn't prepare, but I just see, I'm, I'm looking into the Stechemed. We spoke about the Stechemed. So I'm going to talk about that the Stechemed, his life is obviously fascinating. So about 20 years ago, a book came out called Ar HaChama. And this is his, uh, in mapping out his life which we said he's born in the early 1830s, discussing what's interesting over here is, here we have a Svardi Gadol who ends up being a Rav in different places until he gets back to Eretz Yisrael, having close contact, tons and tons, dozens of letters with Gedoy Le'olam, Lamashu Daderes, Rabbi Yisrael Stern, plenty others, Rabbi Chaim Berlin, others, his, his worst get comes from Gedoy Le'olita, and he puts out this Stechemed, this encyclopedic work that Ad Hayoyim has tremendous, tremendous impact. So this Mechon is called Shem Oilam and Bnei Brak. So, they, so interestingly enough, this is a Hungarian Mechon. And we're talking about Hungarian things. They published this book on Stechemed. I don't know if they published any other books on Svardim or even Litvish people. Litvish maybe they did, but mostly Hungarian. And they also published two volumes of Igor Stechemed that they collected from all different places. So if one wants to learn all about the Stechemed, here's a great place to learn about him. Okay. Thank you very much. And uh, looking forward to hearing from you again very soon. Thank you again for the sponsors. Anybody who would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to myself, shwadem at ou.org or eliezerbrot at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback, criticism, all that is welcome in any form. Thank you very much.